Welcome to Look Who's Talking, ladies and gentlemen. The San Francisco 49ers establish themselves as the kings of the NFC. Sit down, Mr. Jones. Both of you. And it's Minshew Mania in Indianapolis. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, or welcome to Look Who's Talking NFL. Uh, if you, congratulations if you have just found the best gambling podcast in NFL history. We are north of the border, focusing on south of the border football. More downs, smaller balls. I like it better. Uh, my name's Jeff with a G. Uh, you can follow me at Hughes Talking, or follow our show at Hughes Talking on Instagram or TikTok. You can follow our headband-wearing guest host, a.k.a. my co-host, uh, Michael Angeletti, aka Weird Mike, spelled Weird M I C. That's at Weird Mike on Instagram. And all of our 154 episodes of Look Who's Talking NFL brought to you by my mustache twisting friend, Huck Media, and all the wonderful people at HuckMedia.ca. You can follow him at and their company at Huck Media on Instagram. And away we go. Our picks went four and two on Hugh Picks last week. Weird Mike went two and one on his yeah. picks. Yeah. And uh, we are rolling, not quite even into the middle of the season yet. We're feeling good. Would have have been feeling better if the Bills showed up in London. But Calvin Ridley is back. Trevor Lawrence is for real. And that was a big win. Anyway, uh, our podium went 3-0. Shout out to my boy Kevin O'Neill for his podium parlay. I ranked him in order for a reason. My top three picks have been doing really good. Gold picks 4-1 this year. Weird Michael. How are you? We're not quite at the middle. How do you feel? What day do you feel like it is? And what's going on, bud? I'll tell you, I'm feeling that four and one vibe because that's what my organic overs are. And as I looked south, the organic over hit me this moment, Jeff. Yep. Pick 90 seconds into the show. Love that. Over in the Georgia Dome, Commanders, Falcons, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, whatever they call it. It's a low number for an angry Washington team that needs to know they score and a suddenly confident and belief and pat on the bum for Desmond Ritter. Okay. That's 41 and a half. 41 and a half. Yes, sir. All right. Always round up organic overs four and one and riverboat Ron is going to make a couple calls because people don't want to call him. Riverboat Ron, if he mucks his hand one more time, they won't be calling him, right? They don't call you Johnny Eight Toke forever, right? Like you know what I mean? Yeah, especially if you start taking one hitters. <laughs> so, quick jump, weird pick coming in about forty or so minutes. Look who's talking, season seven, episode one fifty four. I have, I am the most excited for this week of football than I've been. This is week six. Finally got a clear skate, slate, sorry, baby cat, running wild with baby mama. We got the biz taken care of. Rally point, week six, Chalk City. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You know where I get Chalk City from? No. We talk about it every year. Two for the money. The weirdest slash best gambling movie ever. (laughs) If you lose your bet, you might get peed on in the forest, everyone. Traumatizing thing. Low key. Made me always pay my bets because I just <laughs> didn't want something like that happening to me. Okay. But they always said week six is Chalk City. The cream rises 
week six, the trends have set in, injuries have set in, expectations have set in, uh, and there you get the cream, a la king. I don't know how far he went back in the movie. That movie's now what? It was almost 15 years now. Eh? He was that 20 movie? at least, 20. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Also, it's weird crazy. Weird movie because they you could tell it was on a low budget. Like they paid Pacino a lot. They paid McConaughey a lot. And then for a movie based on gambling on football, there was no live football scenes in the movie. They were always just watching it on some small television. Very weird. Uh, also, the fact that and just I, anyway, not quite rounders for me, but I do have dreams of two for the money all the time, especially when I go perfect. <laughs> so I hope you guys had a good turkey, too, man. Leftovers. Full serving, man. Let's go. If I go steal your phone season is done. And let's, what do you got here? You got, you, it was a big week for you, right? Four and two, 19, 10 and one. Is that right? We are 19, 10 and one, two, four and two weeks in a row. Um, I honestly, uh, the Patriots have been co- costing me the one gold pick that cost me this year. Uh, Patriots at Cowboys was a shit show. And let's talk about Bill Belichick because as you say, the cream usually rises to the, rises to the top in week six and for the better part of my adult life that cream has included bill belichick's patriots however uh i kind of ignored the rumors for a couple weeks palmy was asking me coach palm was asking me two weeks ago is this is belichick done in new england and my take on that after this probably the worst loss of their of their of belichick's patriot career i think uh after getting shellacked by dallas in dallas on the Fox game of the week, you come home, Derek Carr's got a weak shoulder, and you you get blown out, shut out. So, yeah, sit down, Mr. Jones. Mac Jones is throws too much of a waffle. I, I don't agree with Dan Orlovsky. If he was in San Francisco, I don't think he'd be Brock Purdy at all. Uh, I just don't I don't like him as a starting quarterback. I don't like the other Jones either. Mr. Daniel Jones, sit down, sir. Um Bill, the former Bills assistant general manager, the new general manager of the New York Giants, was in Texas watching Texas, Oklahoma. I'm not sure if they're checking out an early view of Arch Manning or what, but they, I think they know they need, a, they need a quarterback. Either way, I don't think Belichick is done unless Mr. Kraft like, fires him. Because if he quits, that's admitting what everyone's saying, that it was all Tom. And that without Tom, you're a sub-500 coach. And I just don't think he's willing to admit that yet, you know? So <clears throat> he's not going to fire a midseason. Wouldn't do that to him, drag him through the mud. Nope. So season ends. Robert Kraft calls in Billy B. And just what? He says, so, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And, and the next person that speaks loses. That, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's, it. that's <laughs> the moment right there. And then Bill didn't say anything. Yeah, and then Mr. Kraft's just like, or you quit. Mr. Kraft's just like, you know, I, I really love Tommy. And when you when we let him walk, you said you had a plan. Was this the plan? <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like this was the plan, Bill. So we'll see, man. Uh, I just don't think he's ready to just admit that, like, you know what I mean? It would just so do would darken his legacy so much. I think he wants to fix this. He's an old Navy guy. His dad was an old Navy guy. They don't really quit. I think if he would have left, it would have been like two years ago after Mac Jones lost to the Bills. It's like, okay, they're a playoff team. We got a quarterback. I'm going to go run the Giants. He still loves the Giants. Uh, we'll see. Anyway, I am I have yeah. two Post-it notes 
similar to Kevin Costner's post-it notes in the movie Draft Day. Yes. On my pick selection and on my like power charts right here, and it says, "Do not pick the Patriots, <laughs> no matter what." <laughs> All right, and the other one says, "Do not pick the Broncos, no matter what." Okay, I'm nineteen, ten, and one, and four of those losses have been on the Broncos and Patriots. So, so you're, so you're Vontae Mack is yeah the New England Patriots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm not I'm not trading three picks to to, to do it either. I'm staying away from the Patriots and Broncos till further notice. All right, everyone else is up for grabs, including so, Hawks Titans over in London. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a weird game, Ravens Titans. That's a weird game anywhere you play it. Yeah, take it off the continent, and you got yourself some bona fide strawberry and cream fuck soup. Very weird game, but I like. London. I'll take- I'm excited. Those are like two of my five favorite teams. You know, you want to throw the bills and the giant, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody's got a couple teams you keep an eye on, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, so. I Steelers and bills forever. Two of my five bills. Number one, Steelers kind of fluctuate between two, three, four, and five. And I don't even know why just always love Steeler football. So uh, I said the B word first bills. Let's uh, let's digest a little bit there. Yeah, got the I got think, the London handicap wrong. I'll yeah. admit that. I, I thought yeah. it was going to be the end of a long road trip, the way we are in Vegas or Niagara Falls when you've just been there too long. But as you said last week, say, uh, yeah, you want me to say? Yeah, I was, yeah. I was hoping you'd swallow your full pill, but I reminded everybody that Shad Khan's lodgings are much better than the Quad A <laughs> puddle of man juice I did the show last weekend. Yeah. Okay, so. Let's forget that. You know what? Honestly, the handicap, everybody has a bad trip. I think the real issue that's emerging is Josh Allen dependence. This is boom or bust in buff with RQB. Okay. And the older he gets, the less of a percentage of those booms you're going to have. Right. And I, I made a plea three weeks ago to turn to a power run team. Okay. You got to commit. You got to go all the way with it. You got to save this guy, man. There's teams that want to rip his fucking head off, man. This guy's on commercial. He's not like some people on his team. Like him. He's not like this Mahomes dude where people don't try and hit him or knock him dead. You know, like people take their shots at Josh Allen. You know who you know, did that? Josh Allen did for the Jaguars. The fucking D end. Josh <laughs> Allen did it. Teed off on the motherfucker. I just don't think. Look, the spread was never in question. Five and a half. Bad pick. Uh, the Bills really could have won that game. They had Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars pinned on third down a bunch of times. No one could cover Calvin Ridley. Wow. That Alabama receiver is back. And Trevor Lawrence stepped up and found him. Big win for the Jags. Uh, lost that pick on Hugh Picks. Jags now come home. To face the wild card, Gardner Minshew's Indianapolis Colts. Cost weird Mike last week on his pick with the Titans, but he, yeah. thought they, he thought they were playing Anthony Richardson all game, not Gardner Minshew. Now the Colts sit in a playoff spot right now, and they got Gardner Minshew for at least the next three, four weeks, possibly longer if he's playing well. Coming back to play the Jags after a two-week trip to London, it's my official stay the fuck away game. All right. 
That's it right there. That's, That's it right there. Whether if, if you like, if you're thinking Jags on on Survivor, I mean, if you're in you my Survivor up. pool, pick them. <laughs> oh, you're four and zero with them, eh? You got the Bears on the Thursday night game. That yep. was nice. I think. Um, I think the Colts had the ball on a short field against the Rams. These guys should be four and one. These guys should be at the top of the conference ladder right now. And something I said two weeks ago is that Quentin Nelson and that O-line, those guards, when you got, when your lead dog is a guard, when the loudest bite in the room is a guard, and Minshew's smart enough to roll with that, doesn't have to be the bark yep. from him, right? He's That's what's good about him. Well, and he never and, had a pocket like this in Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. So he's got a great pocket right they, now. They're led by their interior man, and interior football players are tough people. Yep. Okay, and that—that's what scares me about this team. Huck, you're in that division. That was a statement win against. They they hunted. They handled Henry and check. They believe in Minshew. Clearly, our beloved leader Hugh believes in this Minshew mania, which is returning. Tried. Never stop believing him. Never stop believing in him. Even when he was on the Jaguars, you know, one win. I was like, they, the quarterback's not the problem. And I got, I, I got confirmed by this, by the NFL Films guru, who went on the herd and was like, look, I, I get it. They're going to draft Trevor Lawrence, but they have a great quarterback. Gardner Minshew, officially the best backup quarterback in football, and it's not even close. So, yeah, stay away from that game. But uh, let's talk Survivor before we go into our picks. Uh yeah, I survived uh, with the Miami Dolphins over the Giants, the hapless, hapless Giants. Uh, Huck Daddy, you survive? I did with the Lions. Detroit Lions over the Carolina Panthers. Panthers are looking worse and worse. Looks like that Bears will probably have the number one overall pick again, not from their own turmoil, but from the they have Carolina Panthers number one pick from that trade last year, and that looks like it could be number one again. We'll get into that in a little bit, but weird, Mike. You survived with how many? How many entries do you have left? What's everybody going on? pushed through this week? Survivor update. Hope you survived. Hope you're still with us. How many entries did did you have in the regular Survivor? Still you ask this every week, Jeff. You sound like the girl I want to stop dating. That's what you sound like right there. If she's asking <laughs> you about Survivor, there's no way you're stopped dating. Hey, <laughs> the question could be anything. So how long was the day with your ex last night? You know what I mean? Like the question. Yeah. And just like her, I'd be like, yeah, you still didn't fucking answer. Okay. (laughs) I got three left. There we go. Everybody survived. Okay. Including the high roller. Huckster played it right with the lions. Me and you with the fish. Yep. Took the easier route this week. By the way, there's less than a thousand people left in our survivor. You two, Huck and Hugh. Yep. We have three entries between the three of us. That's three of less than a thousand. A lot of people took the skins. Handful took the bills. Handful took your Patriots. My official stay away. My official stay away game was Washington on Thursday night. (laughs) Come on. So remember, folks, don't be cute early and don't be stupid late. Weird Mike Survivor guidebook but what, what don't are we doing? be cute early don't be stupid late and i remind you that it is neither <laughs> early or late the next three weeks are the gray that hewlett talks about this is the hardest of the hard for survivor folks this next six through nine all right so let's talk this Muckle week up 
So this week, uh, man, if, if you have the Bills, Chiefs, or Miami, I feel like you're like you're picking like one of those. It's I'm taking I mean, Miami if I had those three. I wouldn't take KC on a short week against a very sour division rival. They've moved past bitter. They're sour. And sour, I, I, I don't have a taste for. Never really cared for it. So I wouldn't take the Chiefs. Plus, yo, you seeing all this NFL conspiracy bullshit with these Chiefs calls? There was the four flags on one play that they picked up two. The rough, anyway, they're 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 skating on thin ice, is what I'm trying to say. The Chiefs, okay, and that's okay. They they, they don't have the urgency because they know who they are and what they can do. So I don't see an urgency on a short week where maybe everybody might be buying into this mini buy 11, 12 days off before the next game. So I, I don't like that game at all. Everybody that's my stay away from game. If I may join your. Yeah, sure. It's a free, it's a, you know, you're an adult man. You can do whatever you want. However, <laughs> I do think the chiefs would be a good pick. I don't think anybody wants to be a Bronco right now. Okay. You got a guy making $50 million a year playing like a guy who should be making 10 and that destroys a room. Not to mention he's already kind of a weird guy. So it's not like he's a great guy. Everyone loves like Stafford. Uh, he's a weird dude. And yeah. now he's overpaid. And the Broncos, if they lose one more game, this is sell the farm. This is okay. Patrick Sertain, yeah, you're a great prospect. Let's get you out of here. All right. Oh, you're a good player on the Broncos like Cortland Sutton. Let's get you out of here. Let's just build draft picks because the coach ain't going anywhere. $20 million a year, fresh contract. They, they have to pay him no matter what. And he's a good coach. Like, not a great start to the season, but he's one of the top coaches out there. He ain't going anywhere. I think he signed on the dotted line, basically with the understanding, hey, if I can't fix Russ, I'm going to go get a new quarterback in two years. So I just don't, I, I don't, I don't like the team morale. You got three home losses, one of them to the Zach Wilson's Jets. Like, there's no confidence in that room right now. So I think the Jets, I think the Chiefs would be a safe pick. Ten, ten and a half points, I'm staying away. Uh, division game. Can't... Versus Russ, sure, but I think the Chiefs win. Uh, I don't have the Chiefs. I, don't th- I bet there's a lot of people who don't have the Chiefs. So who you got, buddy? Who are you taking? <laughs> I don't have the Chiefs. I don't have the Bills. I don't have the Dolphins. Again, I don't look too far ahead with Survivor. I just try to survive. You got San Fran. I have San Fran left, but I'm, I'm picking them. They'll be they'll they're, they're making my list for Hugh picks. A juggernaut, Again, I, bro. But a, a juggernaut, absolutely. However, I just think the Eagles are in a better spot. I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles. Huckster, what are you nodding your head for, bro? <laughs> Did you just nod your head and approve? Don't you fucking fall into that. That Jets team was galvanized at the mileage, at the altitude of mile high. I am telling you, that is, I changed my stay away from, I don't actually have an official one. I hate the Jets more than I hate the Chiefs. Guy, be careful, man. Be careful. There's Look, fake I- hype. There's fake hype behind Zach Wilson. There's enough people saying that he can do it, not really believing what they're saying, but he's hearing it so much Here's, that maybe he believes it. Sure. Just, he can, he, I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. I'm saying that the Eagles are really good in, 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 in certain... You talked about the Colts, how like their strength is their line. Yes. The Eagles' O-line is amazing and healthy. The Eagles' D-line is amazing and healthy. The Jets... Just lost one of their starting O-line again. And uh, he's the one who opens up holes for Brees Hall. So throw in the fact that it's a 70-minute road game 
to a stadium that they play the Giants in every season. I just mm. don't think it's a tough road spot for the Eagles. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of Eagles fans there. And the Eagles, here's what I like about the Eagles. When they're playing good, they smash teams. When they're playing bad, they still win by seven. So they're just not a team that can even they they they, they see they can't even seem to accidentally lose right now. So they could play an average game, win by 10. And if they play good, they're going to smash them by 30. I will politely remove some of my outrage. <laughs> okay, right there with your geography. Look at you with all these geography. I know angles. you like the geography right. stuff. They are coming back from out west, but... No, no, the whole... I mean, Philly is a train ride, right? How many people go in daily? It's no big deal. And they play the Giants there every year. Like, Yeah, that that's all making a lot of sense. I don't love it, but I withdraw my outrage of it. If just, that makes any sense to her. It's a bad spot to be losing and starting off. Starting what about your Rams, bro? Come yeah, on, minus I know. seven at home. They're the other Arizona pick. Arizona Huckster, Rams. Come on, nobody. I just feel like if I leave the Eagles on the board against a backup quarterback, rather than taking the Rams versus a still somewhat up and coming Cardinals team, I'll regret it. If the Cardinals division game two, so you got Cardinals Rams. I I wouldn't be surprised if that game's tied like around halftime, and then the Rams kind of close it out. But I think the Eagles could be up 20 to three at half on the Jets, no problem. And that's yeah, just what I, I don't like. I don't like picking division games in Survivor if you can avoid it. Especially in this gray area that we're in. <laughs> I, see, um, I see one of my cemetery entries possibly making a move with the Rams, saving a big gun for later. That's not... Uh, outlook I would have if I only had one team going. But um, the Rams aren't going to get a, a seven-point home dog the rest of the way here. Not even close. Again, Not even di- close. Different strategies. I just want to win this week, and I'll figure it out next week. But again, I, have ne- I, I don't think I've ever won a huge survivor pool, so a gun to my head. strategy is better. Gun to my head, I'm taking Rams over Eagles if that was my two choices Fair for the record. I just I, I'll take the Eagles are just they're they're so they're so healthy I can't find an excuse for them to not lose this game. I'll be rolling Eagles. Uh, you can basically lock it in, barring why, some sort why, of practice you, injury. What are you saving San Fran for? What's the big deal? It, I'm not. This isn't about saving San Fran. This is about the Cleveland, especially if Deshaun plays and if his shoulder's okay. I just think Cleveland's a tougher opponent than than the Jets. Let's say Eagles and Niners are pretty tight. I got the I got San Fran right now seven points better than an average team. I got the Eagles five and a half points better than an average team, and I got Cleveland ranked much higher than the Jets. So could that's be it slop, could be sloppy Joe at the mistake by the lake too. That brownie track, ain't nobody got no sympathy for a harsh win there. That's no. coming. Yeah, it could be. It's getting into sloppy track season, especially oh. up, up near Lake Erie. Sloppy track season. How about that? That could be a brewing uh, teaser. Did you make a teaser last week, Hugh? I don't think you I, did. I didn't. I didn't. I forgot. I lost on my teaser uh, for the first time in week four, and then I just didn't do it last week. Don't force C minus geography yep. here sure. in the last half sure. of the episode, okay? I don't, Hugh, even don't. Lo- I don't even love teasers that much anyway. But I, mean, <laughs> I know. I that know was some not, people do. <laughs> that was a roll, but bring, bring it back. Bring it back next week. All right. I'll take a look this week. If there's one at the end, I'll give it to you. If not, no stress. All right. Uh one thing I have picked my there's some some teams that you pick great and some teams you pick you you don't pick great. I picked the Steelers great. 
<laughs> I, I don't. I stay away at their losses, and I've usually picked their wins. Uh, no other team can win like this. Like, what are you doing? You, they're at the top of their division going into the bye, and they've scored like four offensive touchdowns. What the fuck is going on? However, Mike Tomlin and that defense, they know. They know their squad, and they just, like, it's reverse analytics. Oh, we're down 10 at home to the Ravens. It's fourth and two from the 50 punt because our defense is just going to create opportunities and score some, score a touchdown, and we'll win the fourth quarter. Tomlin's good at winning the fourth quarter as long as they're within striking distance. But good God, they got to fix that offense. Najee Harris is just a guy. Kenny Pickett isn't. It reminds me of the Steelers that that uh, that went to the Super Bowl against the Seahawks. You know, great offensive weapons, a really, really green quarterback in Ben, and an amazing defense with Hall of Famers on it. By the way, shout out to jo Joey Porter Jr. Allowing 0.0 whatever. Anyway, barely, barely allowing a catch a game. Got his first pick last week. Not just a name. Kick and play. Uh, yeah, so Steelers 3-2, and two, top of their division. With wins over the Browns and win a win over the Ravens, how about how about Dem Apples? Uh, yeah. All right, let's get into our picks. About halfway through, let's give some people some money. Here we go. You picks. You. I'm gonna be playing my own par podium parlay. Uh, I love my podium this week. I like my picks, but I love my podium. That's just honest. There, especially my gold pick. I will be smashing more on one game this week than I probably do normally. I like to spread my bets out as long as I go four. Like if I go go four and two, that's definitely an EV plus Sunday for me. But this game isn't on Sunday. My gold pick is the Los Angeles Chargers plus two at home to the Dallas Cowboys on Monday night football. It'll be nice for Troy to call a game where he doesn't feel like he could just literally put a helmet on and go win the game for either team. What a joke of a Monday Night Football game uh, Packers-Raiders was. But this is about Justin Herbert and the Chargers and having the guys they need to, I think, literally boat race the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are still going to be hung up on that 49ers loss for a couple days. Their rival, they didn't show up. Sunday night football. You got Jerry Jones probably talking bad about them on Dallas radio. They lost um, Van Der Esch, their middle linebacker. Not a great time to lose your middle linebacker uh, with all the little crossing routes that Justin, Herbert's, Justin Herbert and the Chargers like to do. Throw in the fact that Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Chargers, is the former offensive coordinator for four years with Dak Prescott's Cowboys. I think he's going to... This isn't one of those things where we're reaching, like when the Pats signed Will Greer to face the Cowboys. That was a reach, all right? This is the offensive coordinator. He knows the ins and outs of, of the starting defense and definitely knows the strengths and weaknesses of Dak Prescott, which are glaring, and he knows them better. So I'll take this. I can't believe I'm getting points on this game. That's in my on my charts. This should be the Chargers by two because I have them both ranked pretty evenly. I even have the Chargers now up a half a point. So there's a four point discrepancy on my power charts compared to this spread. And this is this isn't even about good line value. Chargers are better at recess. I'll take them. Gold pick. Los Angeles Chargers. They went out right. I'll be putting a wicked house in Bowmanville same-game parlay for Monday Night Football. Stay tuned. At Hughes Talking. H-U-S Talking. Silver pick. 
we're going with the Philadelphia Eagles minus six and a half uh, at the New York Jets. I just I like it. I like everything about the Eagles as far as they know who they are. They go for it on every fourth and two, fourth and one. Uh, they have the O line and D line to dominate uh, on both ends of the football that way. So I feel like Jalen Hurts is going to get a pretty good pocket. And DeAndre Swift will be able to run the ball, kill the clock. And Zach Wills is just not going to get that many possessions. Uh, let's say he's scoring on one of every four possessions right now. It sounds like 13 points to me. Uh, Eagles win. Call it 28, 27 to 13. And uh, I don't think the spread will ever be in question. 23 at half. Give me the Eagles. Go on 90-minute train ride to beat another New York team in New York. No problem. This is just what the Eagles do. Also, they're fully healthy right now. you got to take advantage of fully healthy teams um, against bad teams for less than a touchdown. Giddy up. All right, my bronze pick. My goal pick from last week, the Niners. I'm going to roll with them again. I like picking against teams that have quarterbacks with rotator cuff injuries. Again, I have a little history with shoulder problems. And if, if you don't have a 100% throwing shoulder, and it's hard to play catch with your boy. All right? By the way, uh, shout out Dewey. 10, 10, 10. Playing catch with his boy right now. If he had a shoulder problem, he wouldn't be doing as well. Junior would be throwing it over his head. So Deshaun Watson's got a rotator cuff injury. He was medically cleared to play last week, but did not feel like he could play. They got smoked. So how does he feel this week? Shoulders don't heal that fast. I just don't think it's a good time to have a starting quarterback with a rotator cuff problem to face probably the best team in the league right now, the San Francisco 49ers, who are totally healthy. And yes, even if it is a sloppy track, they got Christian McCaffrey and a great O-line. They'll run the ball down their throat. With no Nick Chubb, I don't see Cleveland keep it up. So give me the Niners at minus five. It was four and a half an hour ago. That's going up. Uh, so minus five. I can see this going up to minus six, especially depending on Deshaun Watson's shoulder. So there's the podium. Chargers, Eagles, Niners. All right. Our fourth pick. We're taking the Washington Commanders plus two and a half at the Atlanta Falcons. All right. I like the Commanders. Uh, I, I like Eric Bieniemy calling their offense. I don't like the way Ron Rivera is calling defense right now, but he's coaching for his job. So this little nothing game against the Falcons is probably the most important game in Ron Rivera's career in the last four years. And I think against a pretty shitty offense and a pretty shitty quarterback, I think uh, Washington's D is going to step up and actually play their first good game this year. And Sam Howell, I like him better than Desmond Ritter. I'm getting the plus points. Washington wins outright. All right, pick number five. I'm taking Hux Titans across the pond. Plus four and a half in a weird game. But I'll take King Henry. A king in Britain? I think there's going to be a bit of a... Oh, what's the word for it? Uh, what's the word for it when they anoint a king? Anoint. Okay. There's going to be an anointing. <laughs> I think they're going to run the ball down uh, down the Ravens' throat. Keep this game tight. I just don't like the four and a half. If it was two and a half, I might stay away. But no matter what, the plays, the Titans here. The uh, Titans seem to be a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde team. Good week, bad week, good week, bad week. Well, last week was shit. I think this week, this week will be good. Rabel seems to be that type of coach. Four and a half point dogs to the, the Ravens that are injured and coming off a really weird game against the Steelers that they had for 90% of the game but couldn't get the job done. I think they're looking at in the mirror in offense right now wondering what are we doing? So I'll take the Titans plus four and a half in London. And my sixth pick, I'm taking the Chicago Bears. All right. Plus two and a half against the Vikings at home. Vikings just lost Justin Jefferson. 
All right, this season is looking over for the Vikings. And when you got a season that's looking over and you got a veteran quarterback, yeah, that means you have no idea what this team's going to be next year. So I don't like the fact that they lost their best weapon. They can't run the ball. And you get the Bears at a bad time. They just had the mini bye, and they're looking okay on offense. They're looking okay on defense. I'll take the Bears plus points at home, uh, especially with Justin Jefferson out. Sure, give me the Bears. Those are your huge picks. We got the Chargers, the Eagles, the Niners, the Commanders, the Titans, and the Bears. Giddy up. You! 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 So, hate him. <laughs> hate him. Semi-hate him. A little more hate. <laughs> Finished off with a sprinkle of hate. Okay. Okay. Friendly hate. Nothing but. Um, couldn't disagree more on the gold pick. Oh, oh my God. That is going to be, first of all, it's Latino Heritage Night on Monday Night Football. The entire Latin world will be watching their beloved Dallas Cowboys in a SoFi stadium that will be predominantly Dallas Cowboy jersey-wearing fans. Sure. Uh, don't say sure when we've acknowledged more of a deal of it. I just the stadium like the tr- slut swap, remember? The, the charges are sort of used to that by now, you know? <laughs> they, they are. You're right. There, there is some familiarity with it. They don't have fans unless they go play an exhibition game in San Diego. They just don't have fans. <laughs> so you, you throw all that in and you throw in the public shaming that Dallas seemed to suffer. My God, they show up on the road to the best team in the league. They get spanked. And now they're just like, I don't know. It's, it's Like you said, it's too much. The swings. I see. I see maybe that headbutt coming. On national TV for the Chargers coach who wants to imprint his weird take on the current game. Because that's all it can be misconstrued to. It's no longer numbers or analytics. People have told him to punt the ball and he just hasn't listened. So I see that as crazy entertaining on that Monday night, but don't like the pick. You know where I stand on the Eagles. I think they might lose the game. Okay, I already said that. I'm not going to go back into that. Sure. We got the Washington football team, which I think is the only one you got a semi-like with, Hugh, because <laughs> Atlanta's not really you know, a world beater. We don't know what they're made of yet. Tennessee, I don't know, man. Might get a little bad figgy pudding on the plane over. Total, total stay away from game. Love both teams. Got no clue. You know what I will take on that game? Huh. A special teams touchdown. That's what I'm going to take in there. As I'm inspired by a guest here who's about to say a quick word. Coach. And, I, and, and the Bears bah, stay away from divisional game. Wounded duck with Minnie. Should have had a better chance with KC, as many are saying now, as yeah. I've illustrated earlier. But that's when they had so, Justin Jefferson. They don't. But hey, this guy's 19, 10, and 1. This is a very important week. Those six picks, Hugh. That's going to make the separation. When you get to like 24 and 11, you know, that's, that's, that's double your loss total. That's double your loss total. So very excited for you. And you all should be very excited for this next guest pick. Before the weird pick comes our former football coach. He's a Buffalo Sabres season ticket holder. He is a responsible man and a great football fan. Coach Ed Ponikvar, everyone. Hey! Thanks, for hey. <laughs> Thanks, boys. My first live taping. So my, my one pick, Jeff. Yep. 
Uh, I'm going with the Browns plus five over San Francisco. Oh, okay. Brock Purdy has not played a big boy defense yet. Yeah. Let's see what he can do. All right. He, he, he is a nice story. Let's see what, what, uh, what coach Kyle can come out with. I'm a big fan of Jim Schwartz. I like what he's done with their defense. Um, not sure about Deshaun, but uh, if the, if the Cleveland defense comes through big, I think they should be okay. And that's my, uh, that's my, uh, my pick for the week. I like it, Coach. Uh, so when I went, I went back and was helping out Mount Carmel Junior football. My mentor for coaching football was Coach Ponikvar. Give him, give him, I, I'm pretty good with basic kind of theory, but I didn't know the X's and O's. I don't know how to run a practice, and uh, you taught me a lot, Coach. I'll never forget it. it was your a, motivation was, a, was great that season, Jeff. That, you're you're that, an excellent motivator, and your oratory oratorial skills are excellent. So yeah, a whole yeah. bunch of whole whole lot of let's fucking goes for for Catholic <laughs> school. I had to remind myself, well, okay, this, this isn't practice. There's a whole bunch of teachers who just heard me say that. But, you know, our That's O-line okay. was firing that day. Practice. <laughs> it's all good. Great. Uh, anyway. uh, how's everything else? Coach, you good? Excellent. Retired in June. And, oh. uh, yeah, life is good. Congratulations, doing some, buddy. Doing some Niagara tours. And, uh, yeah, keeping busy. It's good. Well, let's go to the casino together, all right? Love to do that, for Double. sure. Especially with the way you've been picking. Fantastic. 19, 10, and 1. Weird Mike's hated almost every pick. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the blessing. Hey, thanks, thanks for Jeff. thanks for being a supporter. Look who's talking since day you one, Coach. Thanks. We'll talk Cheers. to you soon. So that's why I am six and nine. All the hate <laughs> on the you picks. Like I said, like I don't want to hate them, folks. Like I'm trying not to hate them here, that's Coach. All right. But uh, this week is extra cranked up. That Eagles pick. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, six and a half. Holy jeez. Um, so he's got the brownies definitely picking up some weather in that game. Sure. A little wind yeah. off the lake, some special team nightmare. Yeah. After talking to you two, there's a couple of things I got to watch for. What's, what's the, what's the track like? And cause it's sloppy track season in Cleveland and mm. what kind of pudding are they serving on the flight over to London for the Hucks Titans? All right. I'm think I'm sticking by my handicaps based on the pudding selection. And, uh, yeah, if it's a sloppy track that definitely favors the Cleveland defense. I just feel, I feel like the number's good. If it was seven, I'd stay away. But for for under a touchdown, these Niners are looking good, man. Anyway, we will see. But I'm a little more scared than I was. Let me tell you. All right, weird pick. Weird pick. First winning week, folks. Buckle up. We're going streaking, okay? You got to start somewhere. And I started last week. And I tell you, I would have been 3-0 and if I had known your jean short wearing Minshew mania was emerging in the Circle City. I would not have taken that pick. But as you said, we tape midweek and we stick by our number. And two and one last week, six and nine on the year. As I said earlier, organic over already given four and one on the year, taking the over 41 at the Mercedes Benz Falcons skins, commanders, football team, whatever. They're probably going to change it again. We got the smash. Hey, when it's hot, it's hot. And guess where it's hot? South Beach, motherfuckers. Minus 13 and a half. Cooking with cheese in South Beach. You understand me? Cheetah and the crew are on one. Recruiting. Recruiting fast, motherfuckers. That's it. (laughs) And the wheels might roll off, but it's not now. It is fever pitch. They're about to coin their name like a greatest show on turf or like some name is coming with a 50 rack against these Panthers. Hashtag alt line. It worked last time. 
The only reason it wasn't is because the Giants went 106 yards the other way on a pick six. Yep. Or else that was a 20-plus game, folks. That score was misleading. Indeed. Fugazi. Nevertheless, big number, bad spot for Bryce Young, who once again, like I said, looks very young. Yeah. He, his name says it all. He looks young. He looks scared. And South Beach, you're just not going to be able to keep up. They don't got the horses. So very excited for that. Semi-smash on the Finns, my former fave team, for those of you just joining the show. And uh, I heard you talk about it with Billy B and uh, Robert Kraft. We're sprinkling on those Death Star Raiders. All right. Two wins, one week. Las Vegas minus three versus the beat down, the broke down, the tired and fatigued Billy B and the hatred one team has for Mac Jones. Daniel Jones, Mac Jones, theme of the show. Have a seat, Mr. Jones. The sequel, Jimmy's Return at the Death Star. Everybody loves a good sequel, Hugh. Jimmy already hung one on him with the Niners a couple years ago at Foxborough. I love sequels. And throw in, throw in the, the hatred of the coach, McDaniel. Chased out of town, thought he wasn't good enough, brought him back. As soon as he took the money from the Colts, that deal was soured. That whole relationship had a big crack on the windshield. They did the right thing and left. Okay. That's how I analyze my divorce, everybody. Just so you know. <laughs> I go deep on this shit. That's how nobody cares more. Nobody cares more. If we got the Vegas minus three Raiders coming off a win. Hey, they win this game. Hey, they're three and three. They're right in the mix. It's your they division. got the same record as the Bengals. That's your division winner right there. That's your it, baby. Hang around. One and a half games back, and I like it. I like it a lot. We're getting a heavy sprinkle on those Raiders with the New England hatred. Hey, we've been talking about the stadium slut swap, okay? Guess what the Raiders are finally going to have this year, this week, sorry. They're going to have a real home game. Ain't no Bostontonian getting across to watch that game, okay? They stink. They knew it last year. Nobody circled the game. It's actually going to be a Raiders home game. I think they get two a year with like the, the Pittsburgh wasn't the green Bay game. Wasn't no the fucking the and Niner game. Wasn't even if there's Patriots fans who like maybe booked this like a year ago, you know, oh, let's go to Vegas. We're going to watch the beat, beat the Raiders. You know, Jimmy G's Raiders. Like, I, are they still going on this trip? You know, <laughs> he's looking at the girl being like, we don't have to go to the game, sweetie. Okay. Yeah, I bet you they go. They just don't go to the game. They'd rather stay in the sports book and watch the rest of the Sunday. We'll go watch some Cirque du Soleil. We've got a great deal still. We're going, okay? So you got a real home game at the Death Star. I like it. The stadium slut swap pushed me over the edge. And uh, a team that, you know, be happy to be three and three. And, three. and that's it. You All know, right, I'm going to give you. reach their season target. Hey, if we're three and three halfway through, that's cool. Everybody's cool. We're good. Let's keep going. All right. Uh, how about this? I got some good news and some bad news. What do you, what do you want first? Uh, in the spirit of coach, Ed, we'll take the good news first. Okay, the good news. Miami's got to practice this week. It's going to be a fucking boat race down in Miami. Sloppy track, no track. Uh, they could play a Chuck E. Cheese. Miami's going to win this by 21. I just hate big spreads. So, But if I had to, gun to my head, it's not even close. I'm taking the Dolphins. Uh, the Panthers suck. And they just keep getting more hurt. So it's just a bad combo for them. Uh, yeah. 
Bad news. The Raiders are not a good football team. Okay. I'm not saying the Patriots are, but you're putting your money on a coach that doesn't seem to know how to win football games. He seems to be accidentally winning football games. All right. Uh, he's, he took this roster, him and his buddy, the new GM, the old Patriots guy, and they just made it worse. Let's get rid of Darren Waller. Let's get rid of Derek Carr. Let's bring in Jimmy Garoppolo and just not, not really even have a tight end anymore. Uh, I just don't like, I mean, he, Raiders on Monday Night Football, they kicked the field goal. It's fourth and two with two minutes left. Okay? You can, if you make the first down, you can run the clock right down. If you don't make the first down, whatever. It's just like the same thing as a missed field goal, but you didn't even try. And if Jordan Love didn't try to go for it all with that toss into the end zone, he had a guy open on the, on the 12-yard line for a first down with 40 seconds left. So I feel like the Raiders win last night as a guy who had money on the Raiders was a Fugazi win. Uh, so that's just, I just wouldn't put my money on Josh McDaniels and Jimmy Garoppolo. Guess what's coming next? Another Fugazi win against the <laughs> Patriots. Sure. And you know what doesn't count? Fugazi wins. They just go down as wins. Wins. Yeah, it's fair. It's a fair way to put so, it. I, I, you know what? That's great. Total Fugazi win coming up. All right. Total, love it. Uh, I got a bonus pick for you. I'm going to take the over in the Niners Cleveland game. Sloppy track, no sloppy track. I'm taking the over. I just think that you just got a big ass cringe out of the coach here. Go ahead. And I know it's fine. It's 37 and a half, and the Niners have been putting up like at least 25 points every game. And if Deshaun and the Browns hope to compete with the Niners, they're going to need to go for it a couple fourth downs. They're going to need to score touchdowns and not field goals. And that, that takes me over. I don't like picking over unders too much, but this one I'm going over. Coach? Defenses are too powerful, sloppy track. Uh, <laughs> I know. You know, I'm from Missouri. When it comes to Brock Purdy, I think he, uh, he you know, I'm from Missouri. You got to show me. I hear you. I, I, I waited, Coach. I haven't been on Brock Purdy at all up until like last week against the Cowboys. But it's the, it's the time. You know, uh, Aikman talked about it. If you give any NFL quarterback the amount of time Brock Purdy has right now and that pocket, He's going to look good. He's going to look like an all-star. So we'll see. But I am definitely scared of the Browns defense a little bit more than I was before this episode. But I'll take the over because I think both teams know they need to score. And yes, against good defenses. But the Niners just putting up points on everybody. So both of you have invested quite a bit of action in this game. We got the plus. Yeah. We got the minus. We got the over. Yeah. We got the rain. We got the wind. We got a blocked punt. If the kid starts... DTR. Yeah. Is this like an outline situation? Is this where it's just like, holy shit, I shouldn't be playing against the greatest football team on the planet right now, everybody. Can can we get an intervention here, guys? Like, I hope you like, is this guy like sitting in the shower? Like, this shouldn't be happening, guys. I didn't sign up for this. Right? It was a tough start for him against the Ravens. I do like right? him as a prospect. Like, he's, he's a better quarterback than people think. There's a good draft pick. Sure. But if he does end up starting, which I think is Raven doubtful right now, I feel, I feel like on, Watson dude. will be playing. But if he does end up starting, that spread goes from five to eight and a half at least, nine. What's the incentive for Deshaun to get back in there? Honestly. Uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean they, that's, what, that's the problem with guaranteeing someone $230 million. You, it, you, you, he doesn't you care. The cash. You know, doesn't I, care. I, I'd rather start next week at Jacksonville. <laughs> that's what I want to do. <laughs> and whatever that is, I think he might do it. I think the Browns threw away their future when they signed this contract. You know, like they, like 
Look at Baker right now. Just let his shoulder heal. He got you to the playoffs. You beat the Steelers. All right, then you had to throw away a year. And now here you are with a guy who doesn't seem to care or like uh, Cleveland at all. How Weird. come you didn't take that game, Jeff? Your boy okay. Baker there. It's a tasty uh, uh when I think the home spot. When I think the spread's perfect, I stay away. Like, Lions by three is kind of what my charts are telling me right now, too. I'm not saying I think the Lions win for sure, but that's just – there's no, I don't see anything wrong with that spread. And folks at home, when you don't see anything wrong with the spread, stay the fuck away. I think the Chargers should be favored by two and a half. That's my gold pick. Uh, yeah, I think the Eagles should be over a touchdown. It's my silver pick. Uh, yeah, man. All right. So we got a smash and sprinkle. Miami and the Raiders. You heard my picks. I'm 19, 10, and 1. Huck Daddy, you taking the Titans with me? You always do. Love it. Yeah. Uh, always. Now, listen, uh, we talked a little bit about this, but the Carolina Panthers, I don't see any way around this. They're gonna they're gonna finish last in the NFL. And here we go. They're gonna have they would have had the number one pick, but they traded to Chicago. And now here we are, Chicago, in the gray area of NFL franchises. You have an average quarterback. He can run. He can throw. Okay. Is he going to get you to the Super Bowl? Probably not. Can he make it to the playoffs? Maybe sometimes. But here you go. You're going to have the number one pick from Carolina on a beautiful, beautiful trade you made last year. Caleb Williams. Will he come out to play for the Bears? Will he not? Will the Bears trade that pick because they believe in Justin Fields so much? I'll tell you who is coming out because he's not going to make the same NIL money that Caleb Williams can make on an undefeated USC team. They almost lost to Arizona, by the way. Crazy, crazy Pac-10 late game. Triple overtime. And I had Arizona. I cashed out, thank God. But Arizona money line. Anyway, long story short, Drake May. If you haven't watched North Carolina football this year, watch it. This guy's got big hands. And he's going to be a great NFL quarterback. Michael Phoenix Jr. on Washington. Also going to be a pretty good NFL quarterback. But I believe in J- Drake May a lot. So if Caleb decides to not come out, and you got the Bears deciding between Drake May or Michael Phoenix Jr., but most likely Drake May or Justin Fields, well, it's quite the conundrum in Chicago, don't you think? <laughs> what do you it's a do? no-brainer. You think no-brainer? You, you take Dre? Justin Fields is gone. He's so limited. I know. Here's- I mean, up until two weeks ago, the whole world would agree with you. And I th- and I would have too. And I still do, coach. But what does Chicago think? You know? Do, do they it just keep really trading matter. this first overall pick? <laughs> it doesn't really matter because it's a unique situation where both Justin Fields and the Bears head coach desperately need to prove themselves. So both of them know they're not going to be with this organization for the rest of their lives. Yep. And both of them are going to, you know what, Jeff? Here's your line. Justin Fields will fight for your spread. Yeah, he will. Okay. That's that's the underlying takeaway from a gambling show here is that they are going to turn into the most dangerous situation in the NFL because ownership's going to want to move away because they've seen the worst of it. Just classic bears when the best of it is just emerging. So I see total, total difference in philosophy. And you know, coach, better than anybody, when upstairs and downstairs aren't getting along, the product on the field is very unpredictable. Some phenomenal, some disgraceful. How about this scenario? We got Dave Tepper, okay? Wall Street guy, ready to just throw away a bad bet at any time. 
own new owner, the Carolina Panthers. All right. Gotcha. Let's say, let's say Caleb Williams does not come out because he's got 10 mil waiting for him at USC and he wants to go for a national championship. Maybe hoping that the Dallas Cowboys need, need a quarterback in two years. You got Drake May from North Carolina and Carolina deciding even maybe now, Hey, you know what? Bryce Young is 13 years old and he was the wrong pick. How about a local boy? Okay. How about the same trade gets done again? Carolina trades with the Chicago Bears for their old pickback to draft a Carolina quarterback from North Carolina to play for Carolina. Anyway, that's the movie draft day. You referenced it earlier. I love Give me my movie. picks back. It's a, it's an it's a fucking insane trade that they make. It's like the worst general managing I've ever seen. But I love the movie. I'd love there for a movie to be put out about the NFL draft every year. Throwing throw, and I love Kevin Costner. All right, just, just a gentle Prince, reminder. Shout out Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Go watch it. Great movie. Just your gentle reminder that the owner and your Wall Street guy, Tippett there, David, whatever, yep. has already plucked the team and moved them out of state in the most quietest team relocation ever as they head to South Carolina, which may not sound like a big difference, but those are absolutely worlds apart in both philosophy and availability. So... Yes, if that was the same stadium, because you're right, NC plays those games in that stadium. Familiarity. Kenny Pickett also did the same thing in Pitt, and yeah. the jury's still out on that. That that's very, that's very me, harmonious. You tell Dude, me, you tell me, Tepit or whatever his name is isn't watching some North Carolina football right now, and then watching Bryce Young shit the bed. I can barely throw over the O line and be like, all right, what do I got to do? How much money? How many draft picks? Who cares? If I don't have a quarterback, I don't have a chance. What I do like about this new owner is that he knows that. If I don't have a quarterback, the rest of it doesn't fucking matter. And I, he still doesn't have one. <laughs> so we will see. But I've been loving college football more than ever this year. And yes, I am drunk on some Deion Sanders Colorado stuff. All right? But I've always liked Colorado. I like how they were first to change the weed, weed rules. And the golden black. I also believe in Shadur. Nice comeback win against Arizona, which I was all over. And uh, might be putting out some bonus picks for college football. It's a great, great year for college football. I can't believe the Pac-10 is disbanding. It's the strongest it's ever looked. <laughs> it's fucked up. Yeah, Pac-10 watching too much Bears football these days. <laughs> also, Notre Dame, Fugazi. Fugazi, Notre Dame. Uh, all right, big shout out to our three uh, touchdown survivor survivors. All three of them survived. Andrew Bedford, James Duhamel. And Bray Pillon, uh, all three survived. Two of them picked David Montgomery for easy touchdowns, and they were right. And Travis Kelsey got a late one for Bray. So all three move on, fighting for five cases of storyteller beverages. Also, I got the – we'll do top ten. All right, Mike, I hear what you were saying last week. Yeah, man. Okay. Thank God. Yeah, but people like to hear their names on podcasts, man. I, I, hey, top ten, man. That's oh. top ten in ties. What is this? FIFA okay, well, friendlies here? Fuck. Well, Huck's 12th, okay? So I'm going to go to, I'll go to Huck, all right? <laughs> we got some, but just also shout out to Look Who's Talkers. We got over 50 people mm -hmm. playing this game for over a thousand bucks of merchandise from our partner, Team LTD. Go to teamltdshop.com for some sweet gear, sweet events, and sweet clothes. But yo, our, our listeners can pick games. Listen to this. Number one, Brian Hiller from out west Vancouver, North Van, 23 and seven. Birthday Whoa. boy, Dewey 10, 23 and seven. Buffalo Mark, what? 22 and 8. Hewlett, me, 
I'm 20 and 10 on this just because this. Yo, uh, yo, I'm sorry to interrupt, Jeff. I, I really am. Why aren't these goddammers in the pick six here? And 23 and seven? Yeah, I know. Holy I know. heck. Yeah, they'd be tied for second. That's preferiti shit here, man. That's Illuminati stuff, man. In our 250K pick, pick six, Dewey and Hiller would be tied for second right now. Uh, McGarry, 20 and 10. Alex Harris, 20 and 10. Parlay Babe, such a sexy name. It's probably a dude. 19 and 11. Bluesy, 27, 19 and 11. Bedford, 19 and 11. Joe Meaford, 19 and 11. Bray Piol, 19 and 11. Huck Daddy, 18 and 12. Subi Stonats, 18 and 12 as well. There you go. Look who's talking pick six. Remember to make your picks uh, or you will lose. <laughs> what are we at, Huck? All right. Let's wrap it up here. Any last thoughts? I don't have a teaser. I'm not going to just force one. Uh, I definitely have a season parlay coming up for Monday Night Football. Very excited. So is Troy because he just watched the shittiest Monday Night Football. You got a couple of geography buffs ready to pounce on an air there, Hugh. Great (laughs) pass. Great teaser pass on that. No, man, I want to say, like I said, feeling thankful after a great weekend. And I am more excited for this Sunday than I've been for any other Sunday, not any particular game, just the time and availability. Everybody handled their family stuff. And now we kick into fall season. Spooky season, I believe it's referred to. I've never met an adult man who's more excited every October for Halloween than you, Mike. It's not a good thing or a bad thing. That's just a thing. All right. Our boy Phil Nolan loves Christmas. You love Halloween. (laughs) Very good. Uh, Anything for Shut the Huck Up? Go Titans. Anything for Coach's Corner? Go Bills. <laughs> Go Bills. Big, big, big showdown uh, against the New York Giants. I think they're going to fucking smash them because uh, Mr. Jones, Jones calling Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones. Sit down now. <laughs> uh, Giants need a quarterback. Sorry, Dad. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for playing. And the best place to bet all these games is bet.openly on Instagram or TikTok, betopenly.com. 1% juice. Damn the man. Save the empire. Peer-to-peer betting. Wave of the future. See you guys later. Circle the wagon. Come at me. Oh, don't come at me.